Welcome to the Fetish School, where naughty is nice. This podcast is designed for anyone new to the lifestyle, curious, or is seeking new ideas to explore. This show includes explicit sexual references and profanity, and some content may be graphic in nature and is not intended for listeners under the age of 18. Listener discretion is advised. The information shared on this podcast is not intended as and shall not be understood or construed as medical, legal, or professional advice. The Fetish School content is shared with love, however, for entertainment purposes only. Here at the Fetish School, we hope to demystify, normalize, and enhance the exploration of the world of kink, fetishes, and BDSM. Today's episode will highlight kink stagnation and how you should confront that so that you may reclaim your fire. So please take notes, keep an open mind, and most importantly, have fun. Class is in session. Hello and welcome to the season finale episode of season one here at the Fetish School. My name is Mistress D and this evening we want to get into the finale episode, give you something to chew on and to take you into your Valentine's Day weekend with a bang. We're talking about confronting kink stagnation and how to reclaim your fire. So we definitely want to share some details about really what is kink stagnation and how do we get there. And once we find ourselves in that place, how do we go about getting out of that place? We want to talk about what causes it so that we can maybe prevent it going forward. And of course, we will not leave you waiting. We will absolutely share some exciting very sexy details about how to reclaim your fire. So you will want to listen to this as you go into your Valentine's Day weekend if you're planning any kink experiences or just wanting to feel sexy. Absolutely, this episode will be for you. If you found yourself um, maybe not feeling as motivated to do anything sexy, anything remotely kinky, and maybe you don't know why, um, or just how to get out of that funk. Again, this episode is going to be for you. So I hope you find it helpful. Um, And if you learn something here, absolutely share it with a friend who could be dealing with kink stagnation. And if you like what you hear in this episode, please do me a favor and leave a five-star rating and follow this podcast and also share it with a friend if you think beneficial. So without further ado, we are going to get into kink stagnation. But again, for the season finale, I did want to end this season one with a bang. And so I've invited a very special guest, a personal friend of mine. And so we will hear all of the great details and uh, have this very special guest share their expertise and advice on how we can all confront and overcome kink stagnation. So stay tuned. Yeah. 
Attention all kinksters, do I have the event for you. Tender Strokes and Fancy Hand Entertainment presents Fetish Ball 2022. Mark your calendar for April 23rd at 8 p.m. at the Baltimore Playhouse. Regardless of your kink type, you will be able to enjoy a full schedule that includes Sir Phoenix Black and Lady D presenting Heavy is the Head, Mistress Urban Kinkster presents Finding Your Voice, Lady D and Slave Virtue presents Looking for Love and All the Wrong D Types, as well as Sir Sirius Black presenting Scene Negotiation and Advocating for Your Pleasure. This is an event you do not want to miss. Again, this is at the Baltimore Playhouse where there is over 12,000 square feet and is the largest known playhouse of its kind in the United States. So if you are interested, head over to Facebook and search for Fetish Ball 2022. Join the group and stay up to date on all the happenings and all the information regarding Fetish Ball 2022. You don't want to miss. We are 72 hours away from one of the most romantic and kinkiest days on the calendar. Valentine's Day is right around the corner. And if you do not have all the tools and toys that you need to enhance your romantic or kink experience this weekend, please head over to thefetishschool.com shop and click on one of those beautiful items where you can explore tons of toys and tools and restraints that you or your partner may enjoy over this weekend. So if you're looking for a new paddle or glass blown flogger, or the infamous rose vibrator. I have all of that available for you. Receive 20% off using the code LOVE, that's L-O-V-E, or you can also receive 80% off some sales items. Please keep in mind, we value your privacy, so there is discreet shipping and discreet billing as well for you. So head over again to thefetishschool.com slash shop and don't forget to get all that you need while you still have time. Have fun. Here to help us understand and overcome kink stagnation, I've invited a amazing heterosexual female switch who specializes in role play and exhibitionism. Ladies and gentlemen, please help me welcome Mira. Welcome, Mira. Hi. <laughs> How are you? I'm doing wonderful today. Thank you for inviting me. Absolutely. Thank you so much for blessing us, one with your knowledge and all the advice and tips that you are going to give us this evening. So we will get right into it. Please, if you wouldn't mind, tell everyone here at the Fetish School who you are. Just give us a little bit about yourself. Well, wonderful. Um, actually, I do want to do a little disclaimer because I do tend to kind of run off with my thoughts, but that <laughs> everything that I talk about is with an emphasis of consent, safety, safety, and lawful play. 
So with that in mind, um, I guess we can start out with how I joined the community. Um, yeah. So I want to say that I joined the community when I finally um, found my calling that had already been kind of within. It was already in my core. So uh, during my past relationships, I always felt like there was something missing. Uh, sex was disjointed for me. And uh, during sex and even in affection, there are always peaks of myself where I would um, come out in, I guess aggression would be the the term for it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and that would be misunderstood. So things like growls or bites or displays of sensual dominance all would be taken the wrong way. And I never really understood why I just thought that I was weird. And so to not seem strange, for years I tamed myself to follow what I thought was normal. And uh, that was until I met someone just by chance that was also struggling with being stifled in this way. And we just connected, or excuse me, we just connected like an explosion. And, um, and that is where I became his switch and he became mine. And, um, and all things kink that were suppressed all became, um, or all were brought to the forefront of my lifestyle from that point on. And so um, after I found that, hey, this is maybe not the absolute normal, but there is a tribe out there for me. So I just started exploring and finding other people that were like-minded and of the same desires. And so um, and so I just, I guess, it's something that was always there. I just let my freak flag fly and <laughs> just really got into it. And um, I can definitely say that I will never, ever go back. Oh, oh, that's that's like music to any Kingster's ears. It's like, <laughs> you know, once you find your groove and your space, you know, within this tribe, I, I hear it all the time. Like, there's no going back because it's it's just too good to go back. So, <laughs> well, thank you so much for sharing that with us because, you know, I'm sure there there's someone listening and has a similar, you know, feeling to that. So that's always helpful, um, you know, when we, we kind of share our journey into the lifestyle because mm-hmm. um, it always helps. So, you know, with that same, you know, uh, with that in mind, we find ourselves in this lifestyle. We thoroughly enjoy it. And somewhere in that journey, things change, whether it is, you know, job related, whether it's, you know, family or um, personal health, whatever the case may be, um, or just, you know, general things that relationships go through. We experience some type of change. And as a result of that, some of us become stagnant. You know, we, Mm. you know, we've been in this lifestyle and we, you know, we enjoy it. We, you know, have our routines, whether it's, you know, several times through the week or on the weekends, whatever. But something happens where everything comes to a stop, at least for some of us. So, you know, I didn't even know that, you know, this was a a thing, you know, for most people. But, you know, talking about kink stagnation. So, Mm. yeah, you know, what is your 
What is your definition of kink stagnation? Let's see. Kink stagnation for me is being absolute passionate about something, but you just kind of hit a wall. So I would say that an equivalent would be writer's block. You are so passionate about creating these different works, but you hit a wall and you just feel like it's just that inspiration and that drive just isn't there anymore like it used to be. No, you still know that you are passionate about writing, but you just have, like I said, that lack of inspiration when it comes to picking up a pen and paper or whatever your muse may be. And um, I think that's, that's exactly what kink stagnation is, is you have your toys and you have everything that you need to make it happen, but just that inspiration just isn't there. Something is lacking and you're not quite sure what it is. But since we all have been there, I'm hoping that we can get each other out of the rut and, um, and find ways that you can, you can still be boss at uh, the kink lifestyle, even though you may be going through a, a down point right now. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I feel like, you know, there are a, a lot of people that, you know, maybe have experienced this, especially, you know, within the past two years where we've all had to somewhat, not somewhat, but, you know, completely separate from one another. We've experienced, you know, for some of us loss, you know, um, in, in various ways. And so when you think about being playful and kink where you, you know, want to be self-aware and confident, like sometimes it can seem like one of the hardest things to do especially when we've gotten a taste of it before, like we know how good it is and how great it makes us feel, but it's, it's just really, really tough to get back into it. So, you know, with that said, like, do you, can you maybe identify with that? Like, you know, what's been your experience when it comes to kink and becoming stagnant in the lifestyle? Ooh, that is a very, very good question. Um, So a few examples are um, something that we all experienced and something that we all had to live through, which is COVID. We were all stuck inside. We were all stuck on the couch. And even if you were still working, you still had to contend with being in a room in front of your um, laptop or your computer for hours and hours a day. And that social interaction just isn't there. And um, though it creates a safe space, it also creates a mundane space, which means that your your passion and your drive for things outside of your safe space is gonna suffer a bit. And so um, it, it did for me. And I know that it became easier to rely on my comfort food it became easier to rely on my favorite episodes or on the drive of just trying to keep my job because everything was just surrounded with this uncertainty. Mm -hmm. So um, that was a big one. Something that you mentioned was coping with loss. There were people out there that, um, including myself, that lost people during COVID as well. So grief also factors in here. Mm -hmm. Um, So the first and foremost, the biggest thing that I want to say concerning grief is, um, of course, it's not anything that you just get over. So I, I advise for you to go and talk to someone 
please don't bottle that in. Go and get that off of your chest. Find some coping mechanisms because um, the best way to get back into the kink lifestyle is taking care of yourself first. So I have to put that out there. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing that I uh, struggled with was new relationships. So mm-hmm. you can find someone that you're absolutely enthralled with, but they're not in the lifestyle. So there could be some hesitancy there with um, revealing those parts of yourself or introducing them to that part of your lifestyle when it's something that they don't necessarily know anything about. So um I guess it's something we can get into a little bit later, but I know that is something that can kind of throw you off of your rhythm and throw you off of getting back into the lifestyle when you have been kind of out of it for a really long time. Mm-hmm. New parents, new parents, um, you have a new baby, which places the focus on this brand new part of your family. And with that, sacrifices have to be made. And that includes putting your sexual desires that required time and effort to the side because your time is just less. It just is. Mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah, I want to say those are, those are three big ones that we all had to, uh, had to contend with during the last couple of years that can result in kink stagnation for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm, I'm like, me personally, I can, you know, relate to that. And like you said, the pandemic just kind of did all kinds of things. And the last thing you're thinking about is being kinky, pulling all your shit out of the closet. (laughs) You know, I'm like, that's the last thing on mine. But it's crazy because another part of me is like, that's the one thing like prior to the pandemic, if I, you know, needed a boost of confidence, or I just wanted to, you know, feel good. That was one of the places that I would go to in my life and it's like it was a brick wall standing between me where I was at the time and yeah I I think you described it perfectly I was the person sitting behind the computer and absolutely feeling uncertain you know about you know job loss especially when loss was absolutely you know everywhere in various forms around us so Mm. I didn't I did not play much if at all, if I'm being honest, uh, during the pandemic. So it was like, I'm, I'm glad this came up because it totally describes me and where I was, you know, several weeks ago, even. So, you know, just trying to find a way to get back into the lifestyle, because again, I think that's what gives me, you know, all of my, my power, my fire. So yeah, this is, um, I feel like this is this is very, very needed. So when thinking about, you know, if, if there is a listener who has had the new baby um, or had that that new partner, um, what would be your recommendation? Like when, when thinking about all the reasons why we've lost that spark, whether it was the grief or, you know, personal or professional changes, what would be your recommendation from or for getting back to that space or if you know someone's not in a lifestyle like what do you recommend that they do to make smaller steps or do something to feel better and get back into the into the lifestyle oh such a good question (laughs) because just like everyone else I had to dig myself out of an absolute rut so 
I finally got the idea to do a few things that have worked um, have worked for me. So I really hope that they'll work for you. So the first thing is creating a wish list, mm-hmm. piece of paper, whatever your muse may be, but bust that out and write down some lingerie ideas that appeal to you. Go on the internet and research those those ideas. What makes you feel sexy? Um, on your wish list, you can always have kink ideas that you want to try. Um, just make a nice list and then maybe dig a little deeper into those ideas to see if they're a good fit. Um, also, you can try filling your favorite uh, social media with your favorite kink themes. So when you get on the social media, you're just inundated with all of the sexy things that you enjoy. Um, establishing that inspiration and getting that back is what's going to be key in you getting back into the lifestyle um, as you used to be, or even key in taking those first steps into getting into it. Um, Another thing that I can um, suggest is good old masturbation. Make yourself feel sexy. Um, No one should be without an orgasm. So (laughs) <laughs> that is another absolutely way recommended five stars. <laughs> um, incorporate kink into your hobbies. So, of course, I would say always be safe and practice safe things. But if you're in the gardening, maybe garden naked. I'm just saying <laughs> that is something that you can try. Again, always be safe. Always make sure it's lawful. <laughs> um, another thing that I um, incorporated into my um, my regular inspiration is reading articles, reading books, and reading forums about the lifestyle. And this is just the lifestyle in general. Establishing that there are others out there like you that are looking to meet people like you is um, also another key thing to getting you excited because I feel like you can get into the rut and think that, well, since I'm in this rut, well, everybody else probably is too. And, you know, I want to play, but what if nobody else wants to play? So, um, so get out there and read what other people are writing and posting out there because they're, they're out there and they're waiting for you. Yeah. Um, (laughs) So, okay. So with that in mind, you are in a new profession. And, um, or you are a new parent, meaning that all of your time has been consolidated because your focus is somewhere else 90% of the time. So you have all of these ideas, which include taking a little bit of your day out to invest into these little things, reading, um, researching, things like that, things that I just mentioned. So what can I do if I have no time? So I fell into that too. I started a new profession where it took a lot of my, um, it took a lot of my time. So things that I have did was um, listen to a naughty audiobook. That is something that just requires you to listen. You can listen on your way to work. You can listen while you're just cleaning. If you are a new mom or dad, you can listen while you are doing whatever needs to be done during the day. It's hands-free. That's what I call it. My hands-free things that I can do. Mm -hmm. Um, Another thing that you can try, vibrating underwear. 
again, it's pretty much hand-free. There might be a remote involved, <laughs> but it's pretty much hand-free. But it's a way that you can feel sexy without incorporating a lot of time. You just put it on, you strap it on, you're good to go. And you can tease yourself throughout the day. Um, so that one's really fun. Um, another thing that you can try is uh, wearing lingerie underneath your regular clothing. Now, it doesn't have to be anything um, anything that is uncomfortable. You don't have to wear several layers. If you want to, I say get in there, do it. But let's just say that it's a thong. You probably haven't worn one in a really long time. A nice G-string because we have gotten comfortable, like we said before. Try incorporating that in. A new sexy bra is great. Um, they have um, great underwears for men too. Or if you want to get into some harnesses, that's a lot of fun as well. So um, that is a great way for you to, um, to get into feeling sexy again too. Because I can really say that with us getting comfortable and getting into mundane um, cycles throughout our day, that not feeling sexy and your self-esteem, it kind of does take a little tank. And that is okay. We want to focus on getting you back into feeling sexy because we all fall into these ruts. So it's not just you. You are never, ever alone. So that is a great way for you to just wear something under your regular clothes and make it something that you enjoy. Don't wear it for anyone else. And I'm saying that because your, uh, your self-esteem and you feeling sexy has to start with you first. So when that happens and you start feeling good about yourself, you're going to naturally display that to other people. So if that's wearing something naughty underneath your jeans, just give it a try. It can't mm -hmm. hurt anyone. Yeah. 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 Oh, <laughs> I love that. I love that. I'm taking notes over here. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's, that is such great advice. I love the idea of the wish list because you think about it, like when you, we've been taught even as small children, if you've, you know, celebrated Christmas at any point in your life, like the first thing we talk about is making a list, you know, when it comes to the things that you want, you want to do, having that wish list had to be the most genius idea because I've not even written a wish list, but I could imagine in doing that process, you get excited about all of it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so I think that was perfect. And it's crazy, you know, like we, you know, of course, our home mainly, um, everything's online, there's no need really to leave your home. But and so it's very easy to say, yeah, I have no time. But I love your hands free idea. You know, it's, and it's, it's almost like, um, like reframing it's like mental programming you know it's it's hands-free and you got to think when we get into these you know lower dark spaces and we're just not motivated it's almost like well how did we get here we're listening to the news every day you know our social media is flooded with you know not so happy things and you know, it, it's, we've programmed ourselves almost everything around us has given us reasons to, you know, feel like we're in a funk. So 
it's almost to say the way to get out of that is to take your hands-free approach and reprogram it by, you know, scrubbing that social media, like you said, seeing all the fun and naughty things. And, you know, like you said, listening to that um, naughty audio book, like that's, that's genius. That is, you could literally do anything. You can run that in the background while you're working or while you're cleaning, like you said. And I feel like your recommendations here would absolutely, given time, bring someone out of whatever that funk is and getting them to feeling good, especially if they've got that G-string on under those jeans. So, <laughs> oh my gosh, that was beautiful. So with with those things, and, and thank you so much for sharing that. I, I, I personally appreciate that. And I absolutely, I have taken, <laughs> taken notes. Um, but with, with that in mind, um, you know, we, we think about, you know, along the lines of like reframing, you know, the way we look at the situation or just kind of reprogramming our thinking. Um, I almost feel like, you know, some of these steps I may have taken and, you know, maybe a week later, I'm like back in that, you know, place again. And so like, what would your recommendation be? It's almost, it makes me think of like how we kind of create habits. What would your recommendation be? Like once I make my wish list and I am um, doing, you know, all the things to kind of get me back to a place. Like, how do I, the, the issue would be, you know, motivation. So how do I keep the train on the tracks, so to speak, and, you know, keep my, my mind going in a positive direction, if that makes sense. Okay. So you mentioned something that's very, very, very um, applicable. That is creating habits. Um, easy to say, hard to do, totally get it, but it is doable. Now, habits come from repetition. So just making this wish list and then putting it in the drawer is not going to work because you have to also uh, pair that with action and you have to pair that with doing it more than once. So with that being said, that is the first step. The other one um, is reminding yourself of the things you love about the lifestyle. And you can do this whether you've been in it for a decade or you are just thinking about getting into it right now. But remind yourself of the things that you really like. Your wish list will um, come into action with helping you do that. But you also have to make it a forefront conscious thought. Otherwise, yes, you are going to lose the zeal of, um, of just creating a list. But when you um, have that repetitive action of reminding yourself um, the things that you love, you're going to be excited about it all over again. So definitely keep that in mind and definitely do that. To go along um, with repetition, you, um, you need to remind yourself that you are beautiful, that you are handsome, and that you are worthy of pleasure. Again, it has to deal with uh, self-esteem, but self-esteem starts with you. It's great hearing it from other people, but hearing it from yourself is what's going to give you the boost that you need to get back out there. So remind yourself that you are beautiful, that you are handsome, and that you are worthy of all of the pleasure in the world. Um, another thing I can suggest is um, 
getting back to uh to play and um so another thing i can suggest is um when getting back into play it's either going to be like riding a bike or it's going to be like taking a cold underwater plunge but either way, you're going to be glad that you did it. You're going to be glad that you took the time and you put in the effort because once you're back into that groove, it is going to be amazing and it's going to feel amazing. So don't give up. I know being repetitive is hard and it takes 18 to 66 days to form a habit, but you can do it. I know you can because I did it. And again, I will never, ever go backwards, but um but I can say the same, the same for you. And I want you guys to explore and be as satisfied as I have uh, with getting back into the swing. Yeah, yeah. I, I love that you've put out there, you know, how long it takes to, you know, create a new behavior because we've all heard, you know, 21 days, we've seen books written on it. And there's probably a very long history somewhere of how that came to be. But no, you said it takes 18 to 66 days you said correct wow and and I would assume that's because okay well I'll speak for myself in my mind you know the most common place we start these new behaviors is like the top of new year's and you've got all your goals set you're ready to go and then you know you hit a day or a space where you kind of break that habit and you fall off the wagon so i would assume it's not the 21 days it's more like the 66 because even if i'm wearing the vibrating panties i'm listening to my audiobooks and you know i'm taking care of myself you know sometimes things happen so i guess that that time frame is going to be the falling off you know the wagon and the getting back on but essentially within about 66 days my new, you know, habit and new self-care routines when it comes to kink should pretty much be intact, right? Yes, it, it will be. And so you can think of the 66 days about, you know, three, three months or so. So yeah, definitely by that time, you're going to want to get back into um, the things that made you feel good. So whatever, um, whatever inspiration that you have gotten into, is going to start being really, really feeling really, really awesome. And you're going to want to do it over and over and you're going to want to do it the next day. Now, that is not to say that you're not going to fall into a rut. That is going to happen or you're going to get distracted by life because life is just there. But again, you put it at the forefront of your mind that I'm going to take the time to do something for me that nourishes me. Um, and once you do that, I, I feel like you're going to remember to get back into the things and, um, or excuse me, to get back into your exercises that um, put you back into the mind frame. And again, I, once I got back into the groove, got back on that bicycle and back into the lifestyle, everything else just kind of went back to normal, you know, finding my, um, finding my sub or finding my dom, it just got a little bit easier because I just didn't have that, um, I didn't have that reluctance. And, um, and all of that came from practicing. Practice makes perfect. It just does. And, um, and so, yeah, remember that practice makes perfect. 
Yeah. Yeah. That's great uh, advice. And I think like one of everything you're, you're saying is absolutely brilliant. But one thing that stuck out to me was um, making a list of, you know, if you were in the lifestyle before making a list of things that, you know, got you there. So I have to ask you, Miss Mira, what did you miss? Like when you were in that, you know, place where you were trying to get back into the lifestyle, it had you made a list at that time. What are some of the things about the lifestyle that you miss the most? Ooh, okay. So I'm going to get kind of deep here with you. Mm-hmm. Um, so one of the things I absolutely love about being in the lifestyle, and this is an all encompassing thought, but it was being able to satisfy while being satisfied. So it's like being fed. It creates a satiate, satiation <laughs> um, and it's unmatched by anything else achievable, achievable in my mind. Um, and it may be because it triggers a euphoria that is not only physical, but also mental and emotional as well. And, um, and I call that the sexual trifecta because I'm just totally satiated when I am either in my sub state or I'm in my dom state and, you know, whatever we may be, um, doing in those situations, um, I am absolutely fulfilled in all of those, um, in all of those ways. So definitely that was something that I missed. It was, it is a very euphoric state and, um, and there's nothing else that can match it. You know, comfort food can't, can't do it. My favorite episodes can't do it. It is being in that submissive or that dominant state for however amount of time that is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh man, I think, I think anyone listening in the lifestyle can uh, agree with you on that, and I feel like that is the very thing that keeps us in this lifestyle, and you know, keeps our train on the tracks, so to speak. So I. I appreciate you sharing that with us for sure. So, um, but before I let you go, um, I do want to just ask, is there any general, you know, advice that you can give to someone again, other than, you know, what we've kind of covered here um, when it comes to kink stagnation, is there any other, you know, helpful ideas or ways to cope or any other information that you could share with someone um, so that they can reclaim their fire? I would say getting back to the sexy you, because there was always one. Even if you go back into the deep recesses of your of your mind, of your memories, there was always a part of you where you looked at yourself and you were like, damn, yes, <laughs> reclaim that, um, a try and achieve that again. And it doesn't matter what size you are. It doesn't matter your race, your gender, your creed. There was always a time where you felt sexy. Now, if you're going about this exercise and you're like, well, actually, there really wasn't a time where I felt sexy. Well, now is the time to start working on that self-esteem because, honey, you are. And I want you to know that. So 
whatever needs to be done, whether it's lingerie, whether it's self-pleasure, um, whether it's um, exploring that kink that you want to get into, um, I would I would say find that something, latch onto it, and remind yourself of how beautiful and handsome and sexy that you are. I can't stress this enough as key because when you walk into a room of, of a party and you see everybody else living your their best life, I want you to feel that way too. And I want you to feel that way inside and outside of parties. But it's going to rely on you making that step and making that effort for you to live your best life and to feel like you're living your best life as well. Oh, that is grade A advice um, when it comes to this lifestyle and all the things that could distract us. So I, I definitely appreciate that. I mean, I'm sure you're getting a round of applause right now from everyone that's listening (laughs) because I feel like this came at such a wonderful time. You know, I won't officially say that the pandemic's, you know, coming to a close, but it's, you know, it sure feels like it. And, you know, more importantly, we've got, you know, Valentine's Day um, right around the corner. So, you know, as people prepare, you know, to do all the fun and kinky, kinky things around one of, you know, the most romantic, you know, holiday on our calendar, I feel like this conversation could not have come at a better time. So I absolutely appreciate you sharing all of these goodies and wonderful things that we can actually apply and see some results with. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining me this evening. Oh, thank you so much for inviting me. And I also can't stress enough that everyone deserves an orgasm. So don't deny yourself. (laughs) That is the most important thing, right? Well, once again, thank you so much, Mira, for joining me here at the Fetish School. It has been an absolute honor to have you on and sharing everything from the wish list and the hands-free recommendations. I know there's someone or someones out there that absolutely needed this pep talk and are probably halfway down their wish list as we speak. So thank you again, Mira, for joining me here at the Fetish School. Thank you so much. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for tuning in to this evening's season finale episode here at the Fetish School, where we sat with Mira as she shared a number of tips and tricks on one, how we lose our kink fire but more importantly, steps that we can take to regain that confidence and find our sexy. So I hope that you found this episode entertaining, informative, and thought-provoking. We will have so much more in the upcoming season where we will explore many BDSM, kink and fetish dynamics. We'll explore polyamory, submissive training, all things DDLG, 
and much, much more. So please, if you have not already, please head over to Instagram and be sure that you're following the Fetish School at the Fetish School. Again, we'll have tons of tips and tricks, great content on becoming the best dom, the best sub, or the best switch where you can enjoy your king journey. So as always, it has been an absolute pleasure spending time with you this entire season. It has been truly amazing and I look forward to bringing you so much more content and helpful things. And as always, if you have any ideas on things that you would love to hear in the upcoming season of the Fetish School, please do not hesitate to direct message me on Instagram or you may head over to my website thefetishschool.com and leave your information there on what you would like to hear in the next season so until next time ladies and gentlemen my name is mistress d it has been an absolute pleasure please stay safe stay kinky and stay tuned class dismissed